Welcome to Delera Talks, the business English communication podcast for non-native professionals. My name is Paula, and I am co-hosting this show with Simon. In this podcast, we're going to be covering communication advice and tips to help express yourself with confidence in English and professional settings. So we hope you enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to another episode of Talera Talks. It is a beautiful day here in Denmark. My name is Simon, and I'm speaking with Paula. Paula, how are you today? Hi, Simon. I'm very, very excited to record one more episode with you today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and uh, just to remind our viewers, where are you located today? I am in Valencia, in Spain, and it's also a gorgeous day today. Okay, and, and how warm are we talking when you say gorgeous? Oh, it must be about almost 20, maybe, between 15 oh, and 20 degrees. God. It's quite nice. It's wow, spring, you wow. know. It must be nice. It must be nice. What's it like <laughs> where you are? Um, so today, it's uh, I think it's around 9 or 10 here. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 not so warm, but... The sun is up, and in Denmark, if the sun is up, then that means the people are outside, where I will be soon, right after we finish recording this. But let's get to it. What are we talking about today? So today we're talking about communication styles, and I thought of some different examples that will help everyone understand what we mean by communication styles. So, you know, when you've sometimes, or perhaps it's happened to you, Simon, that you've left a meeting or a call and thought to yourself what what the heck was that person even talking about like you don't really fully understand what they mean yeah uh, unfortunately that happens more than i would like to admit <laughs> but yeah i get what you're saying right or or i don't know have you ever asked something to a colleague and received condes- condescending re- response you know where you felt it was not polite or it was a bit arrogant yeah I have, um, and I'm sure I've been on the other side of that as well, that, you know, I've meant to just say something and then it's come off the wrong way. And I I, I mean, this kind of, we've talked about this a little bit before, um, because of course, culture plays into this as well. But um, I think it's a fascinating topic, especially when you talk about it in the workplace, right? We're talking about communication styles and, and of course, how we're communicating in the workplace, um, which is, yeah, it, it can be touchy though, right? It can. And it's culture plays a massive role, but personality as well and the education you've received and the context. So, you know, as you said, communication in the workplace is, is such a crucial element of, of any job. And, and it can help a lot, but it can also be damaging for the relationships with your colleagues so it's important to to get it right right you know i i i do this activity actually it's one of my first activities that i always do with with new um with new students is is uh we kind of go together and we go through a list of skills that are important for their position so if say if they're in marketing or hr or an engineer or something like that and some of the skills will be totally different. And then one of them is always communication skills. And it has to be like 90% of the time, all of my clients put communication skills as the most important skill, right? Um, so yeah, at least I've seen that 
that it's something that uh, is good that we're talking about. So, right. so let's kind of get into it. What, when we're talking about communication styles, what are we talking about? So communication styles are the broad ways in which people tend to communicate with others, right? Just like everyone has a personal style that might be reflected, you know, in how you dress or how you present yourself physically, but also how you communicate with others. So some people tend to be more straightforward, more direct. Some people are sweeter when they talk. Uh, you know, we have different styles that we'll describe a bit later, but that's what we mean by communication styles. And, and I mean, it, why, when we talk about this, it's, of course, we know it's, it's obvious why this is important to, to kind of think about this, but as a manager, right? Um, I mean, the way that you're communicating with your employees and, and being aware of that is huge, I would have to say. For sure. And actually, we read this um, article by Harbor Business Review, and they said that two-thirds, you know, almost 70% of all managers said that they are not comfortable communicating with their employees. That's pretty yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. That, and, and now that, uh, I mean being a manager versus being an employee and, and being in that position where you are responsible for a team and you have to communicate with people and, and maybe you have to communicate a specific thing that, that isn't very nice to communicate. It, it can be difficult and, and doing that in the right way is, 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 oh, it's just, there is a, there is, yeah, a, a lot of difficult aspects around that. Um, and of course, when you're working with a diverse group of people, right. And, everybody has different opinions, what's, what's the right way to communicate, right? Uh, I don't think there's one right way to communicate. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, um, I, I, I guess we always say, uh, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it, right? That's, that's one mm -hmm. of the basic rules um, that I've learned. But, um, you know, why is this really important? Um, why we're bringing this up, you know? Uh, we saw this thing as well, uh, throwing another uh, another number at you, right? Studies are saying that we spend up to 80% of our workday in meetings or on the phone or responding to emails. So we're communicating, right? Um, and of course, there's different ways in how we're communicating. But at the end of the day, we're communicating with all of our, our colleagues. Um, and, you know, a lot of these workplace uh, encounters come down to dealing with and and the word you brought up a bit earlier, decoding, right? Decoding different communication styles. What does that mean, decoding different communication styles? So it's a bit about understanding, really understanding what the other person wants to say, but also in what way they mean to say it. Because perhaps the other person was trying to be super nice to you and, and helpful, and then you received it as, okay, that was helpful, but it was very rude at the same time. So it's about decoding the message and decoding the intentions, trying to really understand where they're coming from, right? Right. Um, and I think, yeah, this it, it all gets very fuzzy, you know, when we talk about this. And, and I think that's one of the things, and I'm sure some of your students have talked with you about this as well in, in terms of, how do I know if this is just the way they communicate versus if they're being rude, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's always something to, yeah, I think to watch out for. But so talking about these different styles, I think might help to clarify some things. So, so let's get into some of these. What are some 
different styles of, of communication? So, uh, as we said, uh, communication styles is a very wide-ranging topics uh, topic, and depending on the books you read or the articles you read, you will see different uh, classifications. So there's not one unique way to classify them. We saw some uh, articles that divided the different communication styles into assertive, aggressive, passive-aggressive, and passive. Some others said, okay, you can be analytical, intuitive, functional, personal. There's a lot of names in here. We'll share some links if you're interested so that you can check out the different uh, classifications that there are out there. But we chose one that seems to be um, one of the most popular ones, right? Yeah, um, mm -hmm. the DISC model. Um, the DISC model, right? D-I-S-C? D-I-S-C, that's right. Dominant, influencer, steady, and conscientious. So one thing I think before we really uh, get into this is, I mean, of course, people like to put different people in boxes and say, oh, this person is just uh, conscientious. So we put them in this box or this box. And, and that's one of the, the problems that I have with, with some of these models. So I think maybe it's important for us to, to really quick touch on the fact that we're not saying that you're just one or the other, right? Mm -hmm. But as we said, you, some people do tend to communicate in that style for most of the situations. But it is important to first to understand the differences between all of them and then be able to adapt depending on the situation and the context. Right. And, and for us as, you know, English instructors, we're talking about how English is attached to these different styles and, and how you may communicate with people that you think, you know, this person may be in the dominant uh, sphere. So, so we'll go through these different, uh, these four different dominant influencer, steady and conscientious. And we'll give an example for each one. We'll discuss each one. And then at the end, we're going to play a little fun game, Paula. I want to ask which one you think you are and which one you think I am. Okay. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> we'll see, so we'll see what we come up with. So let's start with the first one. Um, dominance. And then they have here in uh, brackets, the winner. Okay. So this person um, puts a lot of focus on accomplishing and seeing the big picture. And they can be uh, confident and maybe blunt or, or outspoken um, in some situations. Uh, so, so when we communicate with, with this type a little bit more, we want to kind of get down to the bottom line right away, right? So get in, give your point, be brief, stay focused, and uh, you don't want to spend too much like I'm doing right now, just kind of <laughs> repeating or, or, or doing generalizations, right? We just want to get in and get your point and then, and then get out, right? Mm -hmm. So, dominance, the winner. Sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do, have you ever met anyone that you would consider in the dominance bracket? I can be that sometimes in some context. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I am probably in this bracket like early in the morning when I've had like three cups of coffee. <laughs> I'm definitely dominance, the winner. <laughs> <laughs> so, an example, right, for dominance, the winner. Could be something like, hi, Simon, I have a few numbers that I think you should look at regarding next quarter. I've already sent you my notes on them. Do you have time today or tomorrow? So as you said, that's pretty brief. 
straightforward. Uh, you know, I gave the bottom line right away. Yeah, straight to the point. Um, I mean, I'm. I think probably a lot of people might say, okay, yeah, you know, I think my manager is more of this <laughs> dominance uh, one, and and this, you know, could be a sign of a good way to communicate, just in direct to the point, and then and then out. Um, I mean, do you? If you find yourself more in this bracket, do you appreciate when uh, people are very brief and direct with you? I personally do, but that shouldn't be mistaken by like it shouldn't be understood as being rude and too blunt. Yeah, I think it's always yeah. important to be polite and add, you know, some some niceties and formalities. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so the next one. Uh, influencer the enthusiast okay so this person they place a lot of emphasis a lot of focus on influencing or persuading others so they're usually uh yeah enthusiastic optimistic um they can be very open and uh trusting and yeah they have a lot of energy um so with with these uh with this type right we want to uh, share our experiences with them, allow them some time to, to ask questions. And, and maybe they like to talk about themselves a little bit, uh, you know, focus on the positives and we don't want to push too many details on them. Um, and also trying not to interrupt, you know, this is kind of one of those moments when you read something and you think, did someone like write this a about you, you know, <laughs> I kind of feel that I might go into this at some points in, in the day, but yeah, I don't know. You're uh, an influencer. I, I hate, I hate the sound of that. Cause that sounds like <laughs> I, I work on Instagram and I'm a, do you? <laughs> I'm an Inst Instagram influencer, which I'm not. Um, but no, I, I don't know. Maybe sometimes, um, I am just, I think by nature, optimistic and energetic. That's awesome. Um, but I also really, I want to know the details, you know? Um, so, so yeah, this might be a blended thing. So mm -hmm. can you give it an example of, of how we would uh, communicate with, with yeah. an influencer? So it would be something like, hey, Simon, I've been looking at some of the forecasts for next quarter. As you see, this is the same topic as before. Um, I was thinking we could go over some ideas around planning ahead. It could be good for us to get together and brainstorm a bit. So it's quite upbeat, it's open, optimistic, as you said, energetic. Yeah, looking to the future and, and involving involving that person, right? Mm -hmm. um, well, yeah. if we remember the previous example with the dominant, it was more like, I have a few numbers uh, I think you should look at. You know, I've already sent you my notes. Do you have time today or tomorrow? So it was much more straightforward. Right, and this one's kind of, like you said, a little bit more open and, and, and yeah, upbeat. Um, good. Uh, okay, let's move on to the next two, the steadiness, the peacekeeper. Um, okay, so this person, this is our third, uh, yeah, our third uh, style here. Um, they uh, work a lot on cooperation. They're very sincere, right? Um, they're also very loyal and dependable. They're typically pretty calm and um, they, they don't like to be rushed into things. Um, so the tips around communicating with this person are, you know, express your interest in them and, you know, you want to be polite, 
uh, not so confrontational and maybe a bit more patient in, in providing some clarification around them, um, around things that you're bringing up with them. Uh, does this sound so, like something you've, you've encountered before, this type of communication style? Can I be too? This also sounds <laughs> like me. <laughs> so I don't know. We need to write the disc people and ask if you can be dominance and all of them <laughs> and peacekeeper um yeah so so that makes sense what what parts of this really kind of are attractive to you i think what resonates is the part where you mentioned you know be polite and not so much about avoiding confrontation i think it's important that you express uh what you think but i do like the sincerity and being honest and cooperating with with the people you're talking to yeah yeah, I, I appreciate that as well. Um, what would be an example of how we would uh, how we would communicate with someone? So it could be something like, Hey, Simon, nice work on the onboarding presentation yesterday. I hope it didn't take too long to pull all that information together. I think it could be good for us to go over some aspects around how recruiting and onboarding can, uh, you know, can, can streamline together. Would it be possible to meet today or tomorrow to discuss how we can make a smoother transition for candidates? Okay, so a little HR uh, specific action right there. And, and yeah, so, so what about that style was, I mean, it was, it was open and, and it was, yeah, it was very kind of uh, very patient, I would say. It was very patient. There was quite a lot of information, some reassurance. We, we talked about trust loyalty, uh, cooperation. So you're reinforcing what the other person has done well uh, with a great presentation or a nice work yesterday. Right, right. Nice. And then the last one here. Okay, this is a tough word. Conscientiousness. Conscientiousness. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this person is also called the analyst. Um, a person in this uh, style, they, they put a lot of emphasis on uh, accuracy and competency. So they're very kind of analytical um, and they're very independent and, and it's all about the details um, and they don't want to be wrong, right? So I know a few people like this um, and when you communicate with uh, people that may be in this style a little bit, you want to really focus on the, the facts and details and, and not so much uh, emotional language, right? So um, you know, being, being patient, but with the facts and details, I feel like this is like a, I don't know, like a banker or, or, a, an accountant or something like this, like this, this kind of mm -hmm. communication style right here. What do you think? Could it be also something around engineering? Mm, yeah. I feel a lot of the, the students I work with in the, you know, engineering and, um, also IT sector tend to appreciate details, independence, competency, and then remove a bit more the emotional language. Right, right. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, I think that is something that is very, it's very fair. It's, it, it makes total sense that, that they would like just to have that facts, clarity, um, patience. So what would be our, our last example here? So it could be something like, hey, Simon, if possible, can we meet this week to discuss the 10% increase in hiring projections for next quarter. I would like to discuss our department or how our department can help support this increase in terms of resources. So you okay, saw so the 
10% increase, that was quite a detail. There's not so much emotional language as we said before. Oh, nice job, great presentation. So in this example, you don't see any of that. Right. So, so it's, it's diplomatic, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's patient, diplomatic, but with, with the facts. Um, nice, nice. Okay, That's so right. we had our four styles that we reviewed today. What are our main takeaways today? So I think what's important is that first you understand that there are different communication styles and that they coexist. Uh, the second part is that you are able to, to spot these different styles. So when you talk with colleagues or when you talk yourself, you're able to say, okay, I was being uh, you know, quite, quite diplomatic or I was being quite dominant. And then the third step is that you are able to use and adapt your communication style to get the most out of a situation. And with this, I think it's there's two bases for communication in a professional context. And uh, I don't know if you would agree, but I think a message should be clear and polite. Mm. And then everything else comes uh, afterward. But you do want to be clear because time is money. And then the, the more clear you are, then the more efficient you will be. But then it's also important to stay polite at all times. Right. And, and of course, sometimes there's a... Uh emphasis on which one should you be more clear or more polite right oh, very true yeah yeah but but at the end of the day like you said it's important to understand that that there are different communication styles and of course we're not saying that you're either the analyst or the peacekeeper or the enthusiast or the winner right there's a lot of this kind of blends a little bit together um but it's good i would say to to, to at least have that initial awareness about it mm -hmm. um so okay we have gone over these styles. I think they're really good when we're looking forward and thinking about how we can become better communicators, which we should all be trying to do. Um, but I think that is it for us today. Um, Paula, is there anything else that we didn't cover? Well, I would love to, to, to hear what you think your style is. That's right. I thought I could sneak out of here without saying that. <laughs> um, well, I think I'm a mixture of... Uh, no. It's yes. hard. Okay. Dominance, influence, and steadiness. Dominance, definitely in the morning. Uh, <laughs> influence, um, maybe, yeah, at night when I'm a little bit loopy and tired. And then steadiness throughout the day, I would say. That's, that's kind of, uh, yeah, where I'm at. It, Got it them all. Depends. Yeah, it also, well, not, maybe not conscientiousness. I should, <laughs> I should look more into details. That's probably true. What about yourself, Paula? Where would you put yourself? Oh, I think it's a big mix as well. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a bit mixed, depending Which on the situation. Which one would you say is the most you? The most you? Um, not sure. Maybe not the analyst either. Maybe the peacekeeper. <laughs> there you go. Just maybe. Yeah, nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Um, all right, well... As always, uh, to all of you out there listening, thank you so much for taking the time and check out our free resources at talera.com and of course, book a consultation with us um, if you would like. Other than that, we'll continue with uploading new podcasts, so stay tuned, give us a like, subscribe, and give us a comment. Um, but besides that, uh, Paula, it was great to uh, meet and talk with you today. It was lovely to, to record one more episode with you as well. All right. Awesome. And to all of you out there, as always, keep learning. And that's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember to subscribe to Talera Talks. We'll be back soon with more.
and visit our website at talera.com for more valuable content on business English. You can also request a free consultation on the best ways for you and your team to improve your communication skills. So have a great day and keep learning. Bye.